All right, today we're gonna to be in Exodus chapter 16. Now there's 36 verses in this chapter, but before I get into that, I would like to say thank you for listening to the podcast. If this is the first episode you're listening to, thank you for listening to it. And if you're a repeat listener, thank you for being loyal and listening to the podcast. I pray you're blessed by today. So in Exodus 16, we're gonna see Israel complain about hunger and God provide a solution for them. And then we're gonna see them parallel their current state to when they were slaves in Egypt. And that's gonna be interesting to see. So let's get right into it on the Christian Boy Podcast. Don't forget to share this with somebody so that they can hear the word of God too. All right, let's get right into it. Our memory verse for the week comes from Ephesians 6 verse 10. It says, finally be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. The entire Israelite community departed from Elam and came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai. On the 15th day of the second month after they had left Egypt, the land of Egypt, the, Israel, the entire Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, if only we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, when we sat at pots of meat and ate all the bread we wanted. Instead, you brought us into the wilderness to make this whole assembly die of hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you. The people are going to go out each day and gather enough for that day. This way I will test them to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they prepare, when they prepare what they bring in, it'll be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, this evening you will know the Lord that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. In the morning, you will see the Lord's glory because he has heard your complaints about him. For who are we that you complain about us? Moses continued, the Lord will give uh, give you meat to eat this evening and more than enough bread in the morning. For he has heard the complaints that you are raising against him. Who are we? Your complaints are not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the entire Israelite community, Come before the Lord, for he has heard your complaints. As Aaron was speaking, the entire Israelite community turned toward the wilderness, and there in the cloud the Lord's glory appeared. The Lord spoke to Moses, I have heard the complaints of the Israelites. Tell them, At twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will eat bread until you are full. Then you will know that I am Yahweh your God. So at evening, quail came and covered the camp. In the morning, there was a layer of dew all around the camp. When the layer of dew evaporated, there were fine flakes on the desert surface, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they asked one another, What is it? Because they didn't know what it was. Moses told them, It is the bread of the, the, bread the Lord has given to you. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather as much of it as each person needs to eat. You may make two quarts per individual, according to the number of people each of you has in his tent. 
So the Israelites did this. Some gathered a lot and some a little. When they measured it by quarts, the person who gathered a lot had no surplus, and the person who gathered a little had no shortage. Each gathered as much as he needed to eat. Moses said to them, No one is to let any of it remain until morning. But they did not listen to Moses. Some people left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and smell. Therefore Moses was angry with them. They gathered it every morning, each gathered as much as he needed to eat. But when the sun grew hot, it melted. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much food, four cups, four quarts apiece. And all the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moses. He told them, this is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is a day of complete rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Set aside everything left over to be kept until morning. So they set it aside until morning as Moses commanded, and it didn't smell or have any maggots in it. Eat it, Moses said, because this is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you won't find any in the field. For six days you may gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. Yet on the seventh day, some people went out to gather, but they did not find any. Then the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commands and instructions? Understand that the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, on the sixth day, he will give you two days worth of bread. Each of you stay where you are. No one is to leave his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. The house of Israel named the substance manna. It resembled coriander seed, was white and tasted like wafers made with honey. Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Two quarts of it are to be preserved throughout your generations so that they may see the bread I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. Moses told Aaron, take the take a container and put two quarts of manna in it, then place it before the Lord to be preserved throughout your generations. As the Lord commanded Moses, Aaron placed it before the testimony to be preserved. The Israelites ate manna for 40 years until they came to an inhabited land. They ate manna until they reached the border of the land of Canaan. Two quarts are a tenth of an ephah. Verses 1 through 3, Israel moves camp 45 days after they leave Egypt, roughly. All of Israel complain against Moses and Aaron. Some even tell them that they wished that to die in Egypt because they had pots of meat and ate all the bread they wanted. Now they were going to die of hunger. In verses 4 through 5, God tells Moses that he is going to rain bread from heaven. Each day they must go and gather enough for that day. This will test to see if they will follow the instruction. On the sixth day, they must gather twice as much as they do on the other days. Verses 6 through 10, Moses tells all of Israel. He explains that God has heard their complaints about him. In the evening, he will give you meat. He will give you meat. In the morning, 
more than enough bread. Moses says their complaints are not against them. Their complaints are against God. As Aaron was telling the Israelites, come before the Lord, they turned towards the wilderness and they turned towards the wilderness and in a cloud, God's glory appears. In verses 11 through 12, God tells Moses again that meat will come out at night and in the morning bread. They will eat until they are full. Then they will know that he is God. In the evening, quail covered the camp. In the morning, when the dew ev evaporated, there were fine flakes on the desert surface. Israel asked, what is it? Moses told them, it is bread God has given you. Moses tells them to gather as much as they need, two quarts per individual. Israel does this. Moses tells them that none of it should remain until morning. But some people left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and smell. Moses was angry with them. In verses 21 through 30, they gathered what they needed each morning. What was not collected melted with the hot sun. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much, four quarts apiece. Moses tells them that the Lord has said, tomorrow is a day of rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Cook what you want to cook and keep it as a leftover. When they set food aside and it did not smell the next day. Eat, Moses tells them, for it is the Sabbath. Six days you may gather, but on the Sabbath, none of you will be, none will be given. Some people did not listen and went out to gather and found none. God then tells Moses, how long will his instruction be ignored? No one is to work on the Sabbath. So the people rested on the Sabbath. In verses 31 through 36, Israel names the bread like substance manna. It resembled coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. Moses says, God commands that two quarts be preserved so that the generations may see the bread Israel was fed in the wilderness. Aaron placed it before the testimony to be preserved. Israel eats manna for 40 years until they reach the land of Canaan. All right. <clears throat> this is a wild chapter. Let's get right into it. Israel complains once again. Israel has cattle and have just journeyed through Elam, which had 70 date palms. And now they complain that there is no food and that in Egypt they had so much to eat. So there's two things that I get from this. One, Israel does not trust God. They become hungry and they instantly complain. If they trusted God, they would have prayed, they would have prayed and and gotten what they wanted, but they did not. They complained. Complaining shows that you are annoyed and that you are angry. So Israel was angry with God. And two, Israel complains to Moses. Moses tells them that they're not complaining against him, but a complaint against God. This reminds me that if I complain against the leaders of my church or people that are put in charge over me in church, I'm not complaining against what he's doing but I'm complaining against what God is doing now don't get me wrong there's some things that people do that are totally wrong now that is not of God but when the man of God tells us to do certain things or when we're put in a position that he tells us to go to and I complain against him I'm complaining against God complaining is not good either 
and it's not worth it. So next we see Israel's lack of trust in God. After the manna is provided, the people are told to only take what they need for the day and to throw away what they do not use. Some of them keeps food and it smells so bad that maggots come out of it. This shows that they doubted the word of the Lord and did what they thought was right to do and what they thought would make them survive. We should trust God's word. The first time we are told something from God, we should trust it entirely. On the sixth day, on the sixth day, they are told to gather twice as much, four quarts each. And on the Sabbath, they're supposed to rest and not go out and gather anymore. But they do that too. Another sign of their disobedience to God. And lastly, it had been 45 days since Israel had been freed from Egypt. In this time, they're already envying a life that they've been delivered from. When God delivers us from the clutches of sin and a life we desperately desire freedom from, let's not look back when things are a bit difficult. Israel worked manual labor every day of the week, sun up to sundown. Now free and able to work when they chose to, they complained about the days of old and how it was quote unquote better to not be free. Let us not walk in our freedom and not dwell on the past. If we're walking in freedom, we shouldn't dwell on the past and compare it to our present. Once a slave to sin, let us embrace the freedom Christ has given us. So here's my question to you. What are things in your life that you've, you've been looking back at and things that you used to do that you're looking back at and you're envying those things, even though while you were doing those things, you wish to be free from them. Oftentimes when life gets difficult and when things are not going the way that we want to, trust me, I know this week has been <laughs> crazy to say the least. But when things are not going the way that we want them to go, we oftentimes complain and remember times in which things were actually worse for us than they are now. Yet we envy those times and we envy the way that we used to be. So here's what you should do instead. When things are going difficult, instead of envying the times of difficulty and envying the times where you were praying for freedom and praying for release of chains of slavery, Let's just pray to God and ask him for what we need, and he will give it to us. God will never leave us without provision. He will never leave us without a way out. So let's continue to pray and ask God to help us in our day-to-day -day lives. All right, this has been Exodus chapter 16. If you have anything to say, you can text me at 662-371-8877, and let me know what you think about the episode. Don't forget to share this with somebody. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that you were blessed by it and God encouraged you in some way. You can support the Christian Boy Podcast in a few different ways. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Boy Podcast. You can go to ChristianBoyPodcast.com, read the newest newsletter, and check out all the content that's there. And, you know, you can share this episode with somebody. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to like the episode. Don't forget to rate the podcast. 
And I pray that you have a blessed day. God bless.